Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's another Monday. Monday, July 23. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I am Japheth de Oliveira. A whole new week. Yes. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for today. I want to thank you for this passage that we were reflecting on yesterday. We get to read a new translation today. Ask God again, uh, wherever we are, in our car, uh, on our bike, uh, walking to work, thinking about life, going to school, and in around the world, I ask God for a blessing on this passage. Give us fresh insight. We ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Okay, Romans 5, 12 through 21, New Living Translation, subtitle, Adam and Christ Contrasted. When Adam sinned, sin entered the world. Adam's sin brought death, so death spread to everyone, for everyone sinned. Yes, people sinned even before the law was given, but it was not counted as sin because there was not yet any law to break. Still, everyone died from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even those who did not disobey an explicit commandment of God as Adam did. Now, Adam is a symbol, a a representation of Christ who was yet to come. But there is a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of this one man, Adam, brought death to many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of forgiveness to many through this other man, Jesus Christ. And the result of God's gracious gift is very different from the result of that one man's sin. For Adam's sin led to condemnation, but God's free gift leads to our being made right with God, even though we are guilty of many sins. For the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness, for all who receive it will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. Yes, Adam's one sin brings condemnation for everyone, but Christ's one act Christ's one act of righteousness brings a right relationship with God and new life for everyone. Because one person disobeyed God, many became sinners. But because one other person obeyed God, many will be made righteous. God's law was given so that all people could see how sinful they were. But as people sinned more and more, God's wonderful grace became more abundant. So just as sin ruled over all people and brought them to death, now God's wonderful grace rules instead giving us right standing with God and resulting in eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So did you enjoy that translation more than uh, the SV yesterday? I felt it was still really repetitive and circular. Yeah. Okay. All it right. doesn't at least say the word trespasses. Yeah, that's good. All right. Well, I thought I thought uh, it was a little bit easier maybe to uh, to digest a bit and yeah. say that. But, uh, but yeah, I hear you. Okay, here's the question for today. How have your choices affected those around you for good or for bad? How have your choices affected those around you for good or for bad? Ooh, wow. That was a good question, Mark. That's depressing. <laughs> well, well uh, for good, you could focus on the good. But um, Yes, I all actually... my choices have affected everyone for, for good because they've all been good choices. Oh, I don't know. I think re- it's a really hard question and it's a great question as well. Because I, I think that I think for me, first of all, I think that there are many choices that we make all the time that we think don't affect anybody, and mm. yet they do. And we think we make these choices independent of 
affecting anyone, but yet they actually make a difference. Oh, that's interesting. Can you think of an example? Um, I think uh, choosing where to live uh, actually affects the community that we're in. I think the way that we, you know... Oh, yeah, I, but you I, wouldn't normally think that choosing where you live is a, a kind of zero-sum kind of choice. You would think of that choosing as Choosing how we actually that... do, wait, how we handle our waste affects our community as well. Like, look... I've been I've been inside communities where you sit down and you you look at the street, and uh, you look at the, how people actually look after their street, and you look at uh, how people take care of their community. I was I was driving with a friend of mine in a city in the United States, and uh, one street it was like all derelict, broken, just destroyed. Literally, you move over to the next street, and it was all kept you well. You must be talking about I'm going to guess San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco was one of them, but this one actually was on the East Coast. Actually, San oh. Francisco was exactly like that. Because then another I example remember. I can think of. Oh, yeah. yeah San Francisco. I remember that. And um, Gross Point, Michigan. Oh, man. Remember when we, oh, yeah, we went was, there man, and there are so we many crossed cities. an intersection and it changed. That's right. And I used to live in, we in Michigan in a town where... You know how people have that yeah. saying, being on the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah, in this town, I've never seen that, that had a literal meaning. Yes, like there there were train tracks, yeah. and there was a wrong side yeah. of those tracks to be yeah. on, and it was very distinct. And that's, and that's tragic, right? It was. It's actually painful to see that kind of stuff, and you think to yourself, "Well, so you're all... talking about choices that we make, like choices to just be inconsiderate of other people to leave well, a, I think there's leave choices a bark lounge or chair outside on your lawn. I think there's choices we make. I think there's choices that people make for other people as well that put people in situations like that. I think there's choices that people make uh, that actually allow themselves to be that. I mean, there's there's choices that we make about that cause us problems for each other. Uh, when you talk to police officers about the accidents that they deal with, when you talk about emergency staff and the the tragedies that they have and when people drink and drive and and the disasters that take place. I mean, these are choices that affect good for bad. Well, for you They're and I, I think do. one big choice we made was moving to the U.S. from England. Oh, that probably yeah. had a... I Huge mean, I think choice. about that sometimes. That, that was a kind uh, of a fork in the road. It was kind of huge. choice in terms of our kids. Even our kids are American kids because mm-hmm. we came here. That wouldn't have been the case yeah. if we'd stayed, and they would be different people in a yeah. lot of ways. Yeah, that's true. We would have gone through a different educational system, had different friends, different relationships. Yeah, that's true. You know, I don't know that we would have continued living in Hemel Hempstead, but I would guess we probably would have. We'd Who knows? probably still be living in the same area because people tend to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, you sometimes think, huh, I wonder what would have happened if I had, if we hadn't come here, if we'd stayed in Berrien Springs. Yeah. You know, any of those kind of things where you geographically move, I think those feel like um, big and monumental choices that change everything, and I think they do. But then other things, you know, little things like, you know... uh, I feel that way when we've moved, when we, you know, when I've moved from churches... Um, as well, when I move from yeah, w- people that I know and lives that I know, and I, I have this thing, you know, where, uh, it, and it's very, it's very difficult for me because I'm very invested in in lives of people, and uh, and then what's really difficult for me is is not to be invested in their lives because then I move to a new community and yet I know them, uh, and so when I go back. There's just, I don't know what to do about all that. 
it is so hard. Like I have oh, people. Just the feeling of leaving people behind. Oh man, I have people back home in England or back at Andrews University that that I consider to be deep family for me, and yet I have no, I, I haven't talked to them in so long, and yet I just think to myself, what do I do about all that? That's that's actually really difficult, and it's it's, it's actually kind of depressing if I think about it too much because I'm like, oh, I feel, I feel this uh, this guilt um, about that. I really do, and I don't know what to do about that. Sometimes it is really hard, and and I'll say this as well that uh, with the with the one project gatherings, um, meeting all those people and and at the gatherings and dialoguing, you know, online and connecting with people all over the world, and oh, just seeing those faces and seeing people, and uh, I miss a lot of those people. Mm. And it's it's very difficult. There are moments when I just I pause and I don't know I don't know what to do about that as well. That's actually a very difficult thing when I think about that as well. Yeah, the choice so thing just, is interesting. Choices, you are know, hard. choices sometimes have just unintended consequences. You yeah. don't always know what you're choosing. Yeah. When you choose, um, yeah. You know, and you you do. I don't know. I don't know that you always. We were talking to friends about this just the other week about whether or not people always are really doing their best. Was our friend talking about Brene Brown? Yeah. <clears throat> um, hang on. Saying something about that people are doing their best. Yes. And then we were talking about, well, I think even Brene Brown was talking about, <laughs> well, are people really always doing their best? And yeah. we were saying, no, people are not yeah. always. Because even we, I'm yeah. not always doing my best. Yeah. Not always. Because um, I think, wasn't she arguing that it's just really hard to, like, give everybody the kind of free pass to say, yeah, they're doing, the best, they're they doing the best they well, can. I'm saying what I think with that is uh, maybe you have to just figure there's some kind of diminished capacity, hmm. maybe not even generally, but just in this very moment that this is the best they can do right now because hmm. of whatever. They're just having a bad day. Um, I think it helps release something of you if you think that everybody is doing the best they can, whether or not they actually are. I think that I think what Mark is pulling out of this is is a really great question because you think about the consequences of what Adam, yeah, and Eve, single I mean, choice. those those questions, the choices they made shifted the entire universe. Well, <laughs> and my question here. would be: if they didn't understand the consequence of their choice, mm-hmm. was it even a valid choice? Don't you need to know? I, I do believe I do believe that the text alludes to and, and gives us enough uh, enough evidence to say that God did explain to them. How much are, more time do we have? Do we have enough time? Oh my for goodness, me to give an we example? are. Uh, well, no, yes, I'll do no, it no, later then. No, give one example and then we'll wrap it up. I'll well, go a little bit at a time. Yeah. A short story that I like. I was using it in class last week in Andrews. Um, the ones who walk away from Omelas. And so the idea is there's this beautiful, wonderful community where everything is perfect and wonderful, but it all hangs on the fact that this one child is imprisoned cruelly in a kind of dungeon mm. in, the, in the city. And everybody knows that the child is there. They have to know this. And they accept that this has to be in order for their lives to be good oh, wow. and to be happy. And you think about um, choices like that, that, you know, that the story is obviously asking us to consider what the child in the dungeon might be in our culture, yeah. in our situation, our society. But, yeah, that our choices, do we um, think that our happiness kind of hangs on other people having to suffer in some way? And that it's, it's just interesting in thinking about the effect that the choices that you make to be complicit in things even have. Yeah. 
And there are so many things that we actually... Oh, and then my real point was that the people have to know that the kid is there in order for that decision. So Adam, in a way, it seems to me, his sin would have really been monumental if he had recognized what was going to happen as a result, and he did it anyway. And that's curious. I mean, how much did he realize about what it was that he was doing? Because if he knew that the Holocaust was going to happen because of what he did, and he did it anyway, then that does make him a major jerk. Whereas if he just thought he was eating a piece of fruit, that's more something that you can kind of understand, you know? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I I wonder about that as well, and that that's that's actually a, a much a much bigger question that we don't know the answer to. You know, like what did he know as the consequences of it? Was yes. it just about his relationship with God and uh, he he and and Eve as well? Was was about their their thing with God, um, or was it the consequences and implications of the entire universe? And so that's actually a really that's a really good uh, a good observation and good question as well, and, and something. We have to think about because because it, it leads into it leads into the choices that we make today as well. So think about this question. I think it's a good question. Something for us to reflect on is this: um, How have your choices affected those around you for good or for bad? And uh, I encourage you to think harder about the questions, the choices that you make each day, and today the choice you make today, and hopefully the choice you make today will be choices that actually affect people in a positive way. Look after each other, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.